Welcome to Australian Rotary Health's very first podcast called The Research Behind Lift the Lid. My name is Jessica Cooper and I'm the Promotions and Mental Health Research Manager at Australian Rotary Health, one of the largest independent funders of mental health research in Australia. And we're supported by Rotary Clubs and districts across the country. We've decided to use this new podcast as an opportunity to talk to researchers who have received funding from ARH in the past and see what kind of results have emerged from their research and whether it has been translated into practice. Today, we are very lucky to be joined by Dr. Louise Newton from the University of New South Wales. Louise received an Australian Rotary Health Bruce Edwards postdoctoral fellowship in 2014 to investigate the effectiveness of online cognitive training for the prevention of mental illness and risky alcohol use, which is what we'll be mainly talking about today. Currently, Louise is also an ARH Mental Health Research Grant recipient with her research project looking at the long-term effectiveness of a combined prevention model for anxiety, depression and substance use in adolescents. So it's really great to have you on the show today, Louise. Um, tell me, how's it been working from home like during this whole pandemic? <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Thank you for the introduction. Um, working from home has been interesting. Uh, I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old at home with me, so my work has occasionally had to take a back seat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've had to lower my expectations about how productive I can be during this period. Um, but in lots of ways, I'm also lucky uh, because my research can really easily be done from home. Yes. A lot of my research is conducted online and this can continue throughout this period. Okay, um, that's really good. <laughs> It's good that we've got this opportunity, yeah, to, to do a lot of things online. You know, it might not yep. have been able to happen, you know, yes. years ago. So yep. it's always good. Um, so I guess um, in 2014, that's when you first started your postdoctoral fellowship with us um, with a project called Preventing Adolescent Mental Illness Through Brain Training. Can you tell us a bit about the initial aims of the project and what you were trying to achieve? Yeah. Um, so my postdoc project... Uh, focused on whether or not we can actually prevent mental illness through brain training. Um, so there's evidence to suggest that brain training is effective as a treatment strategy for people already experiencing symptoms of mental illness. But what I wanted to do was really to take a step back and see whether brain training is also effective at preventing mental illness. So certain areas of the brain, particularly the frontal areas, um, are associated with an increased risk of developing a mental illness. And I wanted to see whether really strengthening those frontal areas of the brain using online brain training uh, reduces the risk of developing a mental illness in young people. Um, so what I did was I recruited 228 young people um, half of these young people were asked to complete a brain training program that really focused on strengthening those frontal areas of the brain. Mm -hmm. um, the other half were asked to complete a brain training program uh, that focused more on strengthening other parts of the, of the brain that haven't been, I guess, so strongly associated with developing a mental illness. And that was our control group. Okay. Um, 
we used Lumosity games um, for our online uh, brain training program. So they're a commercial provider. We decided to go with them um, because their games are fun and engaging. And we were really hoping to find an enjoyable activity uh, that may also have benefits in terms of reducing mental illness. Um, and because these tasks are done online, uh, we were also hoping that this might be a prevention strategy that can be taken to scale. So we know that hundreds of thousands of young people, young Australians, experience mental health issues. We wanted to develop a program that uh, would be able to reach all of those young Australians, no matter uh, their circumstances or where they lived. Mm. Yeah, well, it definitely sounds very interesting, like a very interesting area to explore. What, what kind of um, findings emerged from this? Okay, so we asked the young people doing both training programs to complete some online questionnaires uh, before and after the training program. Um, the questionnaires asked them about things like mental health, uh, their alcohol use, and their ability to complete day-to-day -day tasks. So things like going to school or going to university. Um, we also asked the young people to complete some cognitive tasks. Um, so cognitive tasks assess our cognitive capabilities or the way in which we think about things and make decisions. So at the end of the study period, what we did was we compared the two groups to see if there were any differences in terms of their answers to the questionnaires and their performance on the cognitive tasks. Um, what we wanted to see was whether the intervention group um, performed better than the control group, um, which is what uh, I hypothesized would see. Mm -hmm. um, so what we did find was that young people in the intervention group performed better on the cognitive tasks uh, than young people in the control group. Um, so this means we have some evidence to show that we were successfully strengthening those frontal areas of the brain, the area of the brain that we were targeting. But there were no differences between the two groups in terms of their answers to the questionnaires. Um, so while we did successfully strengthen the areas of the brain um, that we were targeting, uh, this did not transfer to improvements in terms of mental health, um, alcohol use, or the ability to complete day-to-day -day tasks. Mm. So um, I guess, you know, from, from this, um, is are you doing additional research like that leads on from this to, I guess, you know, try and, you know, find those findings that you were after? Yeah. So what we found here is that brain training doesn't seem to be effective as a prevention strategy mm. um, on its own, so as a standalone intervention. Um, but the fact that it strengthened areas of the brain associated with mental illness uh, does mean that it might be a good strategy that could be combined with other treatment options. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the treatment options out there already um, do involve a high level of cognitive skills. So things like cognitive behavioural therapy, um, which we know is an effective strategy for treating mental illness, um, but it does involve a high level of cognitive skills. So combining cognitive behavioural therapy with brain training uh, might make it more effective, um, especially mm -hmm. in people who might have lower cognitive skills to begin with. So that's an area sort of looking at brain training as an adjunct to these other sort of established therapies is an area of research that I'm really keen to um, follow up with. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like it would be really good, yeah, improving the effectiveness of, you know, um, interventions that are already very effective. Is that something that you are working on now or it's something that you're hoping to work on in the future? 
Uh, something that I'm hoping to work on in the future, we have only, only just sort of published the findings from the main study. So it was quite a long study. We followed them up over a year and a half mm -hmm. um, to really see whether those effects, you know, we saw those effects over the longer term. Um, so we've only just published the findings or we'll, we've just submitted the findings for publication from the okay. original study. So now we're thinking about where do we go from here? And that's the area that I think will be uh, most productive. Hmm. And so would you say that this area of research was a, a world first or something um, that hasn't been done? Uh, it, we, so there have been small pilot studies that have looked at um, cognitive training as a preventative strategy. Um, but these have been done in really small samples. And that's what sort of led us to think that uh, maybe we should trial this in a larger sample. So internationally, this was the first study that included enough participants to actually answer this question properly. Okay. Well, great. Um, so I guess, you know, you, you've received funding from us before and, and at the moment as well, you're receiving a mental health research grant from us. Um, what are you working on at the moment with, with that grant? Uh, we're doing a long-term follow-up of a school-based mental health intervention. So in 2014, we ran a large trial of online mental health prevention. And this was in nearly 7,000 school kids across Australia. And we wow. found some really good effects, yeah. <laughs> we found some really good effects for our program. Um, so what we're doing with Rotary Funding now is we're following up the kids who did that program back in 2014 to see if we have any long-term effects on their mental health over that transition out of school and into university. But what's really exciting, I think, about this project is that we actually conducted our first online assessment of these young people about six to 12 months ago. So we asked specifically about things like mental health and social networks. Um, we're planning to then assess the young people online again in July of this year. So while we're still focused on our original aims, what we have here is a really unique opportunity to have a look at the mental health and social networks of young people just before COVID-19. Oh, and then yeah. again, after they've experienced the stresses related to COVID-19. Mm. So we're in a really good position to investigate the mental health impact of this pandemic on young Australians. Wow, yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. And I guess, yeah, at the moment, our mental health is more important than ever, like during these times. And um, I guess, um, why, why would you say that it would be important for, for Rotarians and, and the wider public to donate specifically, like during this time, during this pandemic, you know, to mental health research? Why is that so important? Like you said, Jessica, mental health is more important now than ever. At a population level, we're being exposed to some serious stresses that are known to be associated with poorer mental health. So we have things going on like social isolation, we have health anxiety, and we also have trauma really being experienced on a mass scale. Uh, we're expecting a serious effect on the mental well-being of many people, mm -hmm. and we need to be prepared to address these issues. And in order to do that, we need funding to be able to conduct this research. Yeah. Well, it has been really great having you here on, on our very first podcast today. Um, I just wanted to see if there's anything else that you want to say before we wrap up. 
Yes, I would really like to comment on the important work that Rotary Health does. So Rotary has a specific interest in mental illness prevention, and that's an area of research that is really pretty woefully underfunded by other sources in Australia, um, despite the fact that mental health is the biggest contributor to disability in young people, a disproportionately small amount of medical research funding is actually distributed to mental health. By funding mental health research specific specifically, um, Rotary Health has really made a difference to the amount of research done in this space. And this translates to real outcomes for people with mental illness. So I really wanted to take this opportunity to thank Rotary Health for their wonderful work in this space and changing the research landscape related to mental health in Australia. Yeah, no worries. Well, you, you're doing some great work and, yeah, it's been a pleasure to, to fund you. So, yeah, thank you again for, for joining us and, um, yeah, I hope to speak to you soon. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Jessica. Thank you. So that um, we hope you enjoyed our first podcast called The Research Behind Lift the Lid. It was wonderful to hear firsthand from one of our researchers making a real difference to mental health and helping us to lift the lid on mental illness. You may have heard that we are currently aiming to raise $200,000 in our COVID-19 appeal to fund more important mental health research like Dr. Newton's. See the link to donate on our Australian Rotary Health Facebook page. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you would join us again next time.